Thoughts in Transition. My name is Riyad. My name is Kevin. Today is Tuesday, October 12th. We know we've been off for a while now, uh, but it was tough to find interesting topics during the offseason. It was kind of a slow free agency, especially since Simmons hasn't been moved yet, even though he did show up yesterday, which I'm sure... There's only so uh, much we can talk, so many times we can talk about that. Scrub. Yeah, I'm sure Gladio will, will, will mention his name a few times in this, in this episode. Um, but we are excited for this upcoming season and the second NBA season for our pod. Um, today we are covering a bunch of topics, mostly previewing the, the upcoming NBA season and making some predictions. But before we get to that, we do have a guest joining us today, Mr. Joe 4E. Uh, he is a former basketball teammate of ours and is a real Washington Wizards fan, unlike our co-host Songo. Um, I think Joe just just got back from a Wizards preseason game. Joe, how's it going? How was the game? It was good. Appreciate you guys having me. Um, I actually reached out to your co-host Songo to see <laughs> if he wanted to come, and he's not a real Wizards fan, so he declined. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, no, it was a good game. Played the Raptors. Um, Kyle Kuzma played pretty well. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. The Raptors have a – they've got a nice little team going on. There. Promising like, future, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, Siakam and Van Fleet, neither of them played, but a lot of their young guys played. How'd Scotty Sam, Barnes look? He looks good. Sam Decker, who I thought was out of the league, yeah. uh, maybe just kind of like trying to make the roster right now, but he played really well uh, in the second half. But um, uh, all in all, good to see basketball again. Yep. Interesting to see how the Wizards play out this year. Absolutely. We're all excited. Cannot wait. I think we're less than seven days away from the uh, opening opening night. Um, all right. So to get to our first topic, we're going to tackle the Eastern Conference. We're going to go through who we think the best teams in the Eastern Conference will be. Um, to start off with my list, and then we'll throw it over to uh, Gladdy and Joe to um, critique for how I did it is um, I did it in three categories, kind of like a tier. So um, my first category is like the top six teams. I think in the Eastern Conference, it's a little bit easier to tier them than the Western Conference. I think the Western Conference is a little bit more um, competitive than the Eastern Conference. But I think these are all locks um, for the top six seeds. Um, the Bucks, the Nets, the Hawks, the Heat, the Sixers, and the Celtics. Um, I think they're, they're roughly going to be in that order. Um, I think the Bucks will be the best team in the Eastern Conference during the regular season. Uh, they bring everyone back with the addition of some interesting pieces. Um, Giannis is going to have his best year in his career, I think, and um, especially with the confidence of winning a championship. I think the Nets will be right behind them, but um, as we will probably get into, there's going to be a lot of questions surrounding Kyrie. Um, they will they'll definitely have a potent a potent offense and maybe one of the best ever. But if Kyrie's not playing this year, obviously, um, I don't think they can be an all time offensive team. I think they'll just be a really, really good offensive team. Um, it's funny how every year that someone like sets the record for the best offensive efficiency numbers of all I know. time. I think it's just yeah, the way the that, but like legit last season, it's like, oh, they had the best offense yeah. of all time. And I feel like just the way the game's evolving, like every year, someone. Yeah, I think it was like the Mavs every, a couple of years. Not trying to like discredit. Yeah, you don't even your, have to be like your prediction. Yeah, you don't have to be the, even like the best best team in the league. You can still have like one of the best ever. But it is good. I've seen some highlights of the preseason of like them already enforcing that like bullshit. Yeah. Jump into someone. Shoot yeah. a I saw that happen a lot during the preseason game today. Um, uh, right. Where they called just, it? like where they called it. Like if uh, 
I remember one play in particular, KCP kicked out his foot. Ref was right on it. Um, but yeah, they're 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 not messing around with that rule. Yeah, I saw Steph and I think Dame or someone else pitching at the refs about yeah. it. I, was I like, think it was Harden right, well, too. Harden actually. I think it'll be once they get adjusted to it, it'll make the definitely. game better. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, the Bucks and Nets are definitely going to be the top two contenders in the East. Um, I think after that, I think the Hawks have a good chance to get get the three seed. I think they'll be a really good regular season team. They have a pretty solid roster. Um, and then also they have a lot of young talent that just keeps getting older and, and, and better and more uh, comfortable in the rotation. Um, Reddish will be back. So hopefully he can play a, a big role. Um, I think the Heat starting five is obviously really interesting once you get into the playoffs and start considering matchups. Um, and I think there will be a really good defensive team, but their lack of bench will hurt them in the regular season, I think, especially with age um, for their starters. Um, the Sixers were my pick to make it to the finals last season. We know how that worked out. And they bring everyone back. Don't smile, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> They bring, I looked right at you, by the way. <laughs> uh, they bring mostly everyone back, but obviously with the Simmons situation, there's a lot of unknown moving parts. Um, and then also the other teams in the conference got better. So um, it's good. I don't think they're as I, I wouldn't I'm not going to predict that they're going to be at the top of the conference. Um, the Celtics, I think, will also be good, but they're not a contender to me. I still I still need to see a jump from Tatum. Uh, the Knicks, I think, will be in the mix again, but the conference is getting better, so I think they'll f- fight for a play-in spot. I think the Bulls will be fun and interesting to watch. May have a top-five offense, but their defense is going to be terrible, and they have a lot of one-way players. So I think, you know, depending on their, I think they could be really inconsistent based on their lineup from night to night. And uh, who's their only two full-way players? Probably Lonzo. Um, Zach Levine can play defense if he wanted to. We'll yeah, see. Because he's but like yeah, athletic he's enough to. We'll, we'll see yeah, this yeah, year. Definitely. I think this is a big year for him in terms of just having that focus on both ends of the court. Um, yeah. But uh, And the Caruso is a two way player, <laughs> too. Um, I think that the uh, I think the Pacers will also be better this year if they can get healthy. And then they also have Carlisle now. Um, the Hornets. I think last year were one of the most interesting teams, mostly because of LaMelo and, and uh, Bridges. But um, I think they'll also be fun to watch this year. And I could see them being um, the best of this group, kind of that second tier next five group that's fighting for the play in spot. Um, I think the Raptors will be better than expected, but I still need to see what we're going to get from Siakam. And then for the lottery teams, I got the Wizards, the Cavs, Pistons, and the Magic. I'm basically just looking for any young talent and see – Who's your uh, who's your league pass team in the East? If you had to watch like a team that's not going to be good, or you know not like top three or four good, uh, who who will you want to tune into over here? Uh, I think it's just definitely going to be the Hornets. Yeah. Same. I would have yeah, like, was going to be my answer yeah. too. That would be a lot of people's yeah. uh, teams. But uh, Glady, before well. I turn it over to you, just the only teams I'm really unsure about where I think I could be like pretty wrong about them is the Bulls and the Pacers. Other than that, I think the Eastern Conference kind of is, is is pretty uh, set up. All right. So before I get into like the actual like talking too much about these teams, um, yeah, Joe smiled at me, gave me a, a dirty look. But like obviously the Sixers are in a very bad place, um, but you got to keep it in comparison. So like when he smiles at me, I'm like laughing at him because he's still a Wizards fan and 
He's just holding on to his deer. Hope. Look, at least I know that we're not going to be good. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I'd rather just like know that we're not going to be good than get my hopes beaten up every year. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm already broken. So <laughs> okay. Um, but, the Sam Hickey yeah, here I, is toughening them up. <laughs> I think that, uh, like, Riyadh, when you're saying those two teams are your two that um, are, you know, the only two that you think that you could be wrong about, um, I I guess that's just a good transition into like with the Sixers this year. I just like have no idea what they're gonna get. Um, Simmons makes them an exponentially better team, especially during the regular season, because that's what we're prefacing most of this, uh, you know, discussion around uh, this early mm-hmm. in the season. Um, I mean, he came back last night. It's like the only this shit would only happen in Philadelphia where they're just like. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elton Brand, the general manager, uh, gets a text message saying he's outside the arena during a preseason yeah. game. Like when I saw that on Twitter, I was just like, this is this is really what we've come to in life. Um, but yeah, I mean, with the Sixers, don't lie, you, you're um, glad he's back, though. I trust Doc <laughs> and Daryl to handle it um, with enough professionalism. Um I think Rich Paul's an idiot, honestly. Like, he's such a smart, like, person, like, over the years. Like, I don't know how he just mishandled the yeah, shit. Yeah, but maybe maybe Simmons yeah. is calling the shots. Right. You don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you let a 22-year-old or whatever the hell age that's from <laughs> is um, call the shots when you've been around the league for that long and you've been around LeBron James for that long. I just, I don't, I don't see how that happens, especially when you know that like our front office isn't like a joke, what it used to be. Um, and like someone like Daryl, isn't someone that you're just going to like yeah. bully around. Let me ask you, do you uh, think uh, Rich Paul and clutch force clutch sports, they kind of baby uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah. I think Ben Simmons has been, yeah, it seems like he's been baby, yeah, honestly, like everyone around him. Um, you think Rich Paul is just like bitching to Adele now about like Ben Simmons and like how poor of a situation? Well, her album comes out in a few few days, so uh... yeah, we'll see. We'll see. How, we'll see. Yeah. Out. Um. But yeah, I mean, in terms of my top. But six, real quick before uh, we get off the Simmons, you think if he stays on the Sixers this year, you think the Sixers fans will accept that? Unless he has like a absolutely like. I completely mishandled the situation. Like I went about it the so wrong apologize way. Apologize to you. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. If he just shows up, then okay. hell no, no, no one's going to take it back. Like he's going to get absolutely destroyed. What if you're like 28 um, and 10? But uh, I mean, if they're like, they're not like, he's not going to be able to like go into that state, like into the stadium and like play basketball. Like he's, you've seen his mental makeup. Like that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, glad he's so, the bouncer. He's like, you can't come in Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> You're not welcome. He's like, Yo, hit five jump shots in a row. Then we can talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on that, but yeah. So I only did, I did like, obviously my top six, but I didn't go in the exact order. Um, now I did have the same six. If you put me on the spot for regular season, I'd probably agree saying Bucks, Nets. I'd probably go Celtics, um, Heat, Sixers, Hawks. But you have the Celtics uh, that high up? 
Yeah, they're actually um, disclosure. I'm going to give my three over under locks. So uh, people that are gamblers out there, um, if you want to make some money, just follow these over under or lose money uh, either way. I was two and last year. Um, we'll get to that a little later. Um, so those are my top six. Same with you, Riyadh. Um, in terms of like, I don't want to get too much into all the teams. I mean, I just think like the Nets, uh, their depth this year, even if Kyrie is out, is going to be a huge advantage for them. Um, you know, with even their bigs, I mean, having Blake, Aldridge, Claxton, and Millsap uh, will give them plenty of help there. I thought getting Patty Mills with the mid-level exception was huge. With Kyrie out um, now, definitely. They kind of like, they kind of, yeah, I mean, they kind of substituted his like contract type. I mean, Jeff Green's good and all, but I think that it's still like an overall upgrade for what they'll need. Um, I think they got an absolute steal at uh, 27 in the draft uh, with Cam Thomas yep. from LSU. He's a bucket. He's a bucket. Showing, showing that all preseason. Um, in terms, I mean, you covered most of the things with the uh, Bucks. I don't. I don't really don't want to talk about the Sixers. I'm going to be talking about them enough this year. Reason I'm big on the Celtics, and it, you guys know how much I fucking hate them. So it does pay me to say this, but I mean they really built out their roster well this year. They got um, what's his face Schroeder on an absolute yeah, steal. steal. They got him six million a year. Um, so I think that that helps. I mean I think I don't, I'm not like a huge fan of them, but J- Josh Richardson will give them some toughness off the bench. Um, getting comparable uh, backup center in Horford um, and then just the development of Robert Williams. He's gotten better and better each year. Um, it's another big, if you can stay healthy, uh, but their depth was an absolute killer for them last year. And I think they built out the roster a lot better. Um, and I know I'm a lot higher on Tatum than you are Riyadh and Brown. Um, so I, I think that they will be a top four seed this year uh, in terms of the, the plan. Um, I had the um, I, I didn't really put the Raptors in it like you got you had um, a lot lower on them just because of the the youth factor there. I mean, I know Nick Nurse is a great coach, um, but I would probably have I'd go Bulls seven uh, Pacers, eight Knicks, nine and Hornets, 10 to round out the play in there. Um, and then, you know, same thing or lottery teams. Uh, Wizards, Raptors, Cavs, Pistons, and Magic. Not too much to talk about there other than the fact that uh, we can see if Joe wants to convince us that the Wizards should All be right, real quick. Team. Bulls, Pacers. Bulls, Pacers, Knicks, Hornets. Right. Hornets, real quick. Uh, just one thing. I think their season is going to be very – I mean, even last year, they were 25 and 33 without Hayward and 33 uh, – or with Hayward, I should say, and they were 33 and 39 without him. So I think so much of their – actual i mean lamella is obviously an electric player um and a lot of their young players are you know super solid but i mean they did lose graham and monk um so i think a lot of their success is going to be dependent on how much Hay- hayward can stay on the court all right joe what you got <clears throat> well um so top two i've got nets one bucks two i'm surprised you guys didn't have miami as high um, because I really think Miami is gonna be really, really good. So I've got them at three. I had them at four. Um so my only thing with them is I agree, Joe, and I'll let you get back real yeah. quick. But my biggest thing with them is like 
they're just an older yeah. team. So I think they're just getting through the regular yeah. season. They they know that they don't give a shit about like who they're going to play, how they're going to match up. So I, I'm higher on them yeah. in the playoffs, but in terms of regular season, you don't, I just don't know how many games Kyle Lowry is going to play. I think Jimmy's going to be, I yeah. mean, he's on the latter part of his prime now. Um, so I, it's more of just like a betting on them in the postseason with PJ Tucker being old. Too. And their lack of bench so, also. If they if any any of their big players get hurt, they're gonna that's gonna be a big loss for them. Well, I still think I'm, I'm I think maybe I'm maybe I'm a little too high on Bam, but I think Bam's young. Tyler, yeah, he had a sophomore slump last year, but I think he can bounce back. Uh, Duncan Robinson still pretty young. Like I said, we'll see at that point guard uh, position and uh, and Victor Oladipo, like I said, if he yeah. can stay healthy or even if he's like nine, eight, 80 to like 90% yeah. of the player that he was um, before the injury in Indiana, like I mean, I'll, you're not, you're begging to get him at 80 or 90. Right, right, right. Um, but like I said, may, take 50 at this point. Is fucking yeah, I, I've got, I've got Miami at three right now. Um, I've got the Hawks at four. Um, kind of like you guys said, Trey's just getting better. I think Cam, I've been high on Cam Reddish since I saw him in high school a few years ago. And like I said, I think this could be his breakout year. Um, I've got, uh, I've actually got the Sixers a little bit higher. I'm a little bit more optimistic on, on this Ben Simmons thing. I've got him at five. Um, I've got Knicks at six. Ooh. I think Kimba's a good addition to the team. Um, Boston at seven. And I think R.J. Barrett can have, like, a, a good, strong season, too, as well. He's shown some flashes. In pre- yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah. Be tough, they'll be a tough, coming off a tough team to, to play in the regular season. But yeah, and like I said, they're, they're very well coached. Is it Boston? Like, a regular season coach team, too, yeah. so that'll help. Uh, I've got Boston at seven. My thing with Boston, I like I said, I don't think they're as deep as you guys mentioned, but like, there's still no clear number one between Tatum and. Yeah, Brown I made that point opinion. all year last year. And so, like, it's like who's is like Tatum the go-to guy, yeah. is Brown the go-to guy? Um, that's like my only hesitation with Boston. Um, I've got the Hornets at eight. Um, I think so you're pretty. You're pretty low on the on the Bulls. Uh, I've got the Bulls right at, right right underneath them at nine. So like I said, playing game. Um, yeah. But like I said, I think Lamelo's developing well, and just some of the things that I've heard in the news about them in the off season, there was like glimpse of them like training in Miami all together. Practices were intense. Um, I know they lost uh, Graham and Monk, but I think a, a, a healthy Gordon Hayward is going to help. Um, and I'm just very high on the rookie from uh, from UConn. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so then I've got the Pacers at 10. Like I said, I just don't – I don't have much – they're just the Pacers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then – And they're also starting the season Wizards. with Warren Hurt, and uh, I think someone else is – someone else is hurt. Yeah. Like, I think Larry yeah, – you like yeah, Rick Rick, Rick Carlisle is a good coach, but he's not gonna yeah make him like a playoff. <laughs> they team, just you know? I mean they were just a good team two years yeah. ago, so it's just gonna be interesting to see because apparently that coach 
was just a complete shithead and no one wanted to yeah. play him at all last year. It sounds familiar. <laughs> like that doesn't sound like something like three of the people on this podcast would have. We won't. We won't. We won't name names though. Um, but uh, then I've got the Wizards at eleven, mm-hmm. Raptors at twelve. Except I think the Wizards are like. They're like a, they've got a lot of really good average players. Like I said, I think Beal's a superstar, but at his best, Beal's like a great number two on the championship level yeah. team. Um, you know who needs that? And that's the end of my list. <laughs> <laughs> then the rest are just lottery cabs. Um, yeah, trash. No one cares. Cabs. Although I'm a fan of. Um, Garland and Sexton backcourt. Uh, whatever you the want. PG yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, Orlando, who knows what they're doing, Detroit. Uh, oh, and another thing with the Cavs. I I, I like Evan Mobley. Yeah. yeah. Mobley. Uh, I, mean, I saw the GM I, voted I, him the top, like best player in the next uh, like, really? five years. From uh, I'm, I'm very, very high on him. Um, yeah. But like I said, they'll like I said, they'll still lottery pick, but that's uh that's my East right there. Yeah, I feel like we're all like pretty pretty set and most people amongst all like people that know NBA and everything, it's like they're it, like the Nets and Bucks are pretty much on their own yeah. tier in the East. Um, and then it's just like kind of a mismatch after that. Like 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 I said, I I think the Sixers could finish at the third seed. I also think they could finish at like the six or seven. Seeds. I don't like, see them. I think the I don't Celtics see them finish finishing the, in the play in. I, I don't, I think they six seed, six yeah. seed, I should say. But you don't know what, well, what if the Simmons shit rolls bro, on? He's not playing uh, but, and he misses 25. But let's say, games, let's say like, they don't have Simmons and they don't replace him. I still think that's a six seed. No, five yes. or six seed. If Embiid plays set six, so you're basically, seven, yeah. you're basically saying, you're basically saying they're better than the, the Knicks. That's the, or the Bulls. Or the Bulls. Like, of course. I think, course well, I think, I think the Knicks and the Bulls. And beads the third. Yeah, no, I agree that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying it's a, with Simmons being out, there's room for error. No, no, obviously, obviously. obviously. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. I'm still, because Embiid's, I still think they're a top six. Embiid's the third best player in the East. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Um, but like I said, my thing is like, I mean, if he's healthy, yeah. Yeah, they can get to like a. So I don't. God damn it, I'm going to do this again. All right, so during the preseason game the other night against the Nets, um, like this was the first time since probably like the 2018 season when he was just surrounded by yeah. four shooters. It looked good. And like, granted, it's it's preseason and he played one quarter, but he had like 14 points. Everyone was just nailing threes. It was like, even if we're not going to be as good, it's just going to be more pleasant on the eyes yeah. to watch. Yeah. And bro, there's not a lot of... Not, It'll help Kevin sleep better at night. There's not a lot of teams that can match up with him. Like, with like one player like it's yeah. just most yeah. teams are at a disadvantage and that's that's like why i picked them to beat the nets uh beat the nets last year um they didn't play obviously but that's because i just didn't think they could guard and beat um but uh yeah. yeah we'll see all right so i think that pretty much wraps up the eastern conference to jump over to the western conference i do think this one's might be a little bit more lively debate um just because i think there's some teams that um, I'm much more confused on and and also um, are mar- much more malleable where they could end up. I, I did the same thing with broken, breaking it up in like the top six and then the next five and then the lottery. I think the Suns are flying under the radar a little bit, and I think they're, they're going to be a, the number one seed 
in the Western Conference um, during the regular season. I think if Aiton plays like he did in the playoffs, then they're a real threat to make it out of the West. Um, I think the Jazz will be a good regular season team like they usually are, but I think they have a lot more pressure this year. No one's going to give them respect, you know, at all until they, you know, make it out of the second round. It's kind of like the Bucks. Yeah, exactly. They're kind of in the same. It's like it's like the regular season doesn't matter. Yeah. Like last year for the Bucks, like the regular season doesn't matter. This year for the Jazz, yeah, like exactly. Same matter. Uh, basically, Although, same situation. Because said, they're also worried about Mitchell leaving. Same, same as like the Bucks were yeah. worried about Giannis. Um, I think after that, it's going to be the Lakers um, as a three seed. I think they're going to be up and down for parts of the season, um, especially if if some of their core is injured. Um, but I think they'll figure it out by the end of the season. I think that Anthony Davis is going to have a big year who I have in four. I have the Mavs and the Mavs have Luca. I know we might be, um, uh, we might discuss this next week, but I think at the end of this season, we could arguably like be debating about if Luca is the best player in the league. I wish Sango was here to hear him just scream. Yeah. At that. Oh, what? Yeah. What? Um, I think obviously the X factor is Porzingis. Um, if he can be a reliable two for Luca, I think they can they can be a, also a sneaky contender to come out of the West. Yeah, I just don't. That's just relying way too much on Porzingis, which I just I'm, I'm just relying about. Yeah. I'm relying on Luca. I've, I've I've got my yeah I've got my thoughts on Maz when I speak, but. <laughs> um. Next, I have the Nuggets. Um, I, I think I would have had them higher if Murray was, um, wasn't was injured, but they're going to ride Jokic like they did last season until until Murray gets back, and I think they can be in the hunt for the three or four seed. And also, like if Porter makes a jump, I think they could be even b- better. And at full strength, I do think they're the second-best team in, in the West behind the Lakers. Um the Warriors are probably the toughest team to evaluate for me. I think that Clay yeah. is, you know, we just don't know. We just don't know if he's going to be himself, how long it'll take for him to be himself, you know, how, how many games he's going to play. Um, Green is another year older, so he's just becoming more and more of a role player. Um, they have some young potential, but probably not going to help them this year. And I could see them being a top six seed or fighting for a playing spot. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of confused on them. Um, I think the Clippers. I'm a little bit confused also, just because <clears throat> I don't know how they're going to look without Kawhi for the whole season. I do think that Kawhi is not going to play this year. If I had to bet on it, yeah, I agree. With and that. but I do think Ty Lue is a really good coach, and I, I think he can keep them competitive throughout the season, um, especially with if like emergence of Terrence Mann and and Paul George can play well and stuff like that. Um, after them, I have um, the Blazers. Um, I think they're just going to be a disappointment again. I, I just don't think the two guard thing works. They didn't improve their roster, dude. And now it's like the three guard thing because they're pal. What's his? Yeah, yeah, pal. It's like yeah, they're he's he's the three just, now. He guards like the wings. Yeah, like that yeah. can't happen. Because especially because like Roko is like good defender, but he's a good team defender, not an on the ball defender. So like they just can't match up with these massive scoring. Yeah, pal players is too short. Yeah. Um, next, I've got the Grizzlies. They're still young, and I think they could improve a lot. Improve a lot this season. Um, so I, I think they could fight for the sixth seed. Um, I think the Pelicans will be fun because of Zion. Obviously, he's he's just a fun player to watch. Um, but I just don't think they have the roster yet to be competitive. Um, the the Kings, I actually do like to watch. I, I think they're one of my favorite 
That's your league pass team out west. Yeah, just because I love the three guard healed Fox Halliburton. I lo- I, I like Halliburton a lot. Apparently they're um, gonna they're gonna bring healed off the bench, the bench to start the season. That's what I've really heard. and start yeah. Mitchell, I, right? I think Halliburton probably would be better than Heal this year, definitely. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna start Mitchell. I think they're gonna have both those guards coming off the bench, okay. but I just think that they're gonna they, they don't wanna go like that's just so small to if you're gonna try to start healed at the three. Yeah. yeah. And then uh the lottery teams are the Wolves, the Spurs, the Rockets, and the Thunder. Um the I think that the first five Suns, Jazz, Lakers, Mavs, Nuggets are are a lock to be in the top six seeds, and then um, Warriors, Clippers, Blazers, Grizzlies kind of fighting for that six spot. So I kind of uh, I kind of agreed with the concept of a top five as opposed to a top six. I didn't have the Nuggets on there just because of the Murray injury. I just I I agree that Jokic is such a like difference maker and he's been very durable and he's gonna play a ton of games but i didn't have them in the top five lock i had the and i kind of agree with some of the points you're saying about the warriors but i just still think that steph was just showing us so much last year and then just all these players being a year older um my dark horse for um most improved player is jordan Poole. i think he's gonna he's been a stud since michigan yeah he's gotten better each year i watched two preseason games of the warriors mm-hmm. 20 plus each of them and he's been in his back too yeah man. yeah um so yeah what i had in terms of the top um i thought that i mean i think the top three are clearly the suns lakers and utah um i know it's just preseason but i mean lakers I mean, Russ looked super bad, um, turned the ball over a ton. Their spacing looked bad. I know they didn't have, like, their normal lineups and everything, but, like, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just clear that Anthony Davis has to play center, and I don't think he's going to play center during the regular season, so that's why I would probably lean towards them as the three seed as well, like you had, Riyadh. Um, Especially they're already down THT and Ariza. That's going to really hurt their wing depth to start out the season. Um, and, Monk's going to have to be huge for him. Yeah, and honestly, like, he's shown nothing in his career so far that he can play any defense, so it's going to just put a lot more pressure on LeBron and doing that at his age. I mean, we'll see how it works. Um, so, yeah, I would uh, I would probably lean um, in terms of the same, like, Utah, Suns, Lakers at three. Um, I think the Suns, a big get for them, uh, as you saw, as they struggled in the postseason with Jokic and Giannis when Aiton wasn't available. I think getting JaVale on that good contract, and we talked about that last year, was a great get for them. Not last year, at the end of the uh, – or at the beginning of the offseason. Um, I think he's also going to help them against a team like the Lakers, who just have a tremendous amount of size. Um, they got Shamit, uh, which was a good addition, in my opinion. Um, and then I think that it's just another year of experience for these young guys like Cam Johnson, Booker, Mikhail, um, and yeah. Aiton. And I think that Aiton co- situation with this contract a little bit, it's just like a little more motivation for him. He's just going to be a little more motivated to go out and prove people wrong that he does deserve that max. I'm not saying if he does or doesn't in this construction of their team, he'll probably get it. Um, but I mean, they had 51 wins last year. I, I don't see much of a, a slowdown there. Um, I think Aiton is going to be focused this year. He's going yeah, to have a yeah. big year. 
And uh, in terms of Utah, I mean, it's the same spiel. I mean, they have a great system for the regular season. Um, so I still think because we're just talking about the regular season right now, uh, they had the addition of Rudy Gay. I think he'll help if he wants, if they want to try any, try some small ball five. They did some in San Antonio with him, um, as well as Pascal can play a little small ball five. Uh, so it just gives them a little bit of optionality there as well. Um, in terms of Warriors, I think they were, I had them as my, as my four seed. Um, obviously it's going to be huge is Draymond's health and Clay's health, how he looks coming off the injury. Um, but I mean, Draymond was still a top three or four defensive player last year. Um, so I think, I know he is getting a year older, but I think he can really have his primary focus on that, uh, especially with the development of pool and clay coming back. Um, Rose, Rose bar, uh, Otto Porter. I'm looking for a big bounce back season from him. Uh, I know he's been pretty unhealthy the last couple seasons. It's actually decades. Decades, my bad. Yeah, uh, it's Rose Bar, John Wall. Decades uh, out of Porter. It's been a while, man. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, but I mean, now that he's in uh, the Bay Area and out of uh, yeah, I mean, neither of those Chicago, players are anywhere close. <laughs> but he should be able to lose some weight. Um, I, I've heard that he has like slimmed down a lot. Yeah. He's in really good um, shape. And like I said, it's a contract year. He's going to want to play well. I think it's a good system for him. He can just come in, shoot threes, and hopefully play some defense. Um, I think a huge thing to watch with the Warriors, and I think I know the direction they're going to go with this, is whether they're going to go for, like, youth or they're just going to play all these vets and just try to win now. I mean, I think they're definitely going to go with the latter, just try to win now and and give a lot of these veterans the options um, and give them the kind of benefit. Um, Because I think you saw last year that – they had a ton of success. Um, they were a top seven offensive team when Draymond was playing center. And obviously once Wiseman went down, they started making a run. Uh, so I, I really think they're going to be kind of just over, like really safe with Wiseman, like not rushing him back, um, just ease him into it and just go with the veterans a lot. Um, so I, I think that they'll be, I have them as a five seed there. Um, and I kind of stopped my tier there. I know it's only five teams. Or sorry, I had the Mavs at five. Um, I'll let Joe Forey and you guys debate that because I'm feeling pretty neutral about them. But I agree with Riyadh's sense where Luca's like one of those players now where like if you have him on your team, like he's automatically going to make you like um, close to 50 wins. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't really think they have much outside of that um i thought i mean bullock's a good uh, floor spacer for them they had struggled with that at times last year um but i mean it's nothing to write home in terms of i think i think the top. best thing going for them is just the kind of the up in the air of the western conference like we yeah. don't know how the lakers are going to exactly. look so they, yeah. they might be able to just sneak into a good seed and have some good matchups yeah exactly and that's that was going to be my next point that's why i cut it at five um, obviously I would have had the Nuggets or Clippers a lot higher, but with those injuries and the ambiguity of when they'll be coming back, uh, I didn't, I didn't have them that high up there. So I'd probably have the Nuggets six. Um, I'd probably go Blazers seven, Clippers eight. Um, I am, I have nine, 10 spot. I have the Grizz and Pelicans. Um, really interested to see. I mean, I think it's kind of odd how they just really threw this, zion injury under the table um like they're what 10 days or seven days away from the season and apparently he hasn't been even like running yet so that's that's a little uh not a good sign i think i did like what they did in the off season in terms of uh bringing in Devontae graham and 
Valanchunas, more of a Valanchunas because I think Lonzo has really shown stride. So I didn't love them getting rid of him, but Valanchunas will help stretch the floor for Zion. Yeah. Um, but Ingram a lot better than uh, Stephen Adams did. Uh, after that, yeah, I mean, those are the 10 for the play-in. I mean, I honestly don't don't really give a shit about the Wolves, Kings, Spurs, Rockets, Thunder. I don't think they really have too much promise there. If anyone would jump up, I would say maybe the Kings um, to, like, border line play-in. But, I mean, they haven't done the last 15 years. So, What do you guys, look at, what do you guys think of Luke Walton? He's on his, like, final, final straw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think much of him. Like I said, when he was on the Warriors and was, like, filling in for Steve Kerr, it was like, Shit, like, you and I could have coached that yeah. team. Like, Steph was on a different planet. Clay was yeah. hitting on all cylinders. It was already a running machine. Yeah. Then, they, machine. then, like, he went to the Lakers. That wasn't, I mean, LeBron kind of, like, the GM. Like, yeah, I need another coach. <laughs> um, but, so, I've got the Jazz at number one. I think they've got a chip on their shoulder this year. I think Mitchell, like, I think they probably would have gone to the uh, Western Conference Finals if um, Conley didn't get hurt. Probably I couldn't that beat was... the Clippers without Kawhi. I know, bro. They, that was a disappointment. Uh, that like, scarred me, man. I don't know. I think like, – I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out high. on Gobert, bro. All right, but I'm, I'm very high on Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Um, he's, he's looking good. I still think Mitchell so – I, I, like I said, this regular season, I got Jazz one, Suns at number two. Um, I've got Lakers at three. Not that I don't think the Lakers come out, but that's just LeBron and the whole team. They just want to yeah. get there. Yeah. Um, I've got the Nuggets at four, um, a little bit higher than most of you guys. Like I said, I think Jokic is still – 1A, 1B, best big man in the league uh, between him yeah, and you, – You got him at 1B, I assume, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but I got to respect MVP, man. Um, yeah. And I also think uh, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, has a big leap. Now that he's like the clear-cut yeah, number – like it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like the clear-cut number two guy until Jamal Murray gets back. Um, I've got uh, Luca at five. Emphasis on Luke at five. <laughs> uh, Bro, that's that's the only way to. That's the only reason to like the match. And and like and like like I said, I don't think Porzingis is even like a good number two. Uh, but I do think having Jason Kidd as the coach, a point guard, who in a way is kind of like Luca. I don't think as skilled as yeah. Luca, but like can put up triple doubles, uh, control the game. Uh, so I think that'll help Luca a lot. Um, but like I said, I was looking at, I'm, I'm actually looking at the roster right now. Like Tim Hardaway Jr. is getting paid 21 mil. Christos is being, getting paid 31 mil. Like Christos these guys, been, that, that contract's bad, man. He, they got their best hope in my opinion is to like, just build that value back up. And then like to where someone will take that contract because right. they don't have I'm much actually, roster flexibility. Like, like, with that. Well, that's the thing. And like, if I'm the Mavs, like I said, I love Bradley Beal, but like yeah. I would, I would ship off. Running, yeah, I think him and Luca. Like I think Luca can be a number one on the team. 
Yeah. Beal will be a, a great compliment to Luca. Just so, just so like his usage isn't so damn high, you know? Yeah. Um, I'll t- I'll take Simmons. Simmons and Luca. What are you going to give us for Simmons, bro? I'll you take. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. Um, no, but I actually, I actually, I actually think I'm more confident in Porzingis having a good year than Jason Kidd being a good head coach. I think Jason Kidd's a really good coach. He didn't do much. He hasn't. He hasn't proved that yet. Didn't do, didn't do much well in Milwaukee. Well, he was he was very big in the development of Giannis and like Giannis's early year. They were like, yeah, but they took a but they took a huge step when they hired uh, Bud. A lot like they were actually contenders when they hired Bud. No, but I, I, I think you got a point there. But like, I think Jason Kidd, from what I read, was one of the first people that were like, "Yeah, like I think this guy Giannis should." Yeah, be but young. does he need to? But is, does he need to develop Luca? Luca's already a top five or six player, right? But coming yeah. from like coaching LeBron and the Lakers, like I don't, yeah. know, I think that could help him. No, I think I think Jason Kidd probably learned a lot from his some of his troubles, and then also being an assistant coach. I just, I just, we just have to see it, yeah. like how he how he does it. Um, I've got Warriors at six, um, mostly just due to Steph and Draymond, Poole, and hopefully Wiseman maturing. Um, Clippers, I got the Clippers at seven. Uh, like I said, Paul George is still – he's not pandemic P anymore. Like, last year in the yeah, playoffs, he, he was like – he, he took a big step. Um, and Terrence Mann, I think, is a steal. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, – and it pains me to do this just because, like, I love my guy Dame. But it's just, like – it's not going anywhere, you know? It's like – yeah. I love Dame. I too. love Dame. But it's like, crazy that this offseason, like, they basically said, like, he was basically like, you need to do something to get ready to win a championship or, like, something's yeah. going to happen. And, like, they didn't do shit. Like, they're like, well, yeah, we got fucking Tony Snell and yeah. bums. Like, uh, like I said, that's, like, another thing. Like, Chauncey Bill's first coaching job. Like, I don't know if he's ready yeah. to kind of, like. I think that's so, a time bomb. Yeah. So, I've got. So I've got so I've got Memphis at eight, Blazers at nine. Steven Adams, I like Steven Adams on on the Grizzlies. Um, who else? I think uh, having Jackson back is going to be huge. Yeah, a lot for, of people think he's this could be his breakout year. I think this could be his breakout year too. And like I said, I, I still think Jaws a stud. I think the the like I said they can have they can be like a if Jaws jump shot is working I can I'd even move them up to like the seven seed where the Clippers are at bro I could see them a six seed yeah yeah, yeah I was I'm I'm hesitant on six but like six seven um, just because I'm unsure about the Warriors if I wasn't unsure about exactly the Warriors, yeah yeah, probably, yeah yeah I'm right there with you um, another team I'm high on that you guys didn't really give too much credit. Like I said, I've got them at the 10 seed, but I got the Timberwolves Damn. at the 10 seed. Mm. I think I think Anthony Edwards could could have like a could have a big year. I'm also just a big Anthony Edwards fan. I think he should be the number one. Towns number two. D'Angelo just like the, the the number three guy. Um, but like I said, but I'm you're, just, you're just expecting a lot for if even if you do foresee him as a number one. Like 
in his second year to be able to have an impact on winning when Carl Anthony Towns hasn't even been able to do that in his fucking what sixth year, seventh year. Like I said, I'm, like said, I'm, yeah. I'm just not big on Towns. It's like, yeah, like he's well, I know that's me like saying I don't that's expecting a lot for Anthony Edwards influence winning that early on. Well, I think if they should make him the number one guy instead of Towns, they I, I don't think they can do that now. Uh, it's just the well, so, I, so, I so, so like, I like. Think, so Anthony Edwards, to be honest, I think the reason that he wasn't rookie of the year is uh, I forget his name, who was starting over a small forward, got suspended for Blake Beasley. Beasley. So like yeah. once Beasley went went out and like Edwards was like playing in his position, that's when like Edwards started to um really take off. So I've got the Timberwolves a little bit higher than uh the pelicans better than you think they'll be better than the pelicans yes um you don't like the pels i just like zion's like yeah zion's good but especially with this recent uh news about like his foot does make me nervous but i think he's like he's he's on another level than anthony edwards or cat if he's yeah remotely healthy that's a big that's an if though with his like body too anyways He's, um, Pelicans, uh, and then the rest of the pack. Then the Kings, and yeah. although I, I do like what the Kings are Kings are doing, I just don't think Luke Walton's there. And it's just also like, what do you trust yeah. in there? Like they're get they're building a good foundation in their backcourt and everything, but when you look at the rest of their like roster and lineup, like they don't have like Holmes is fine at center. Like Bagley's been a disappointment. Barnes is on the latter end of his career. Yeah. Like they have a good backcourt, yeah. but just like their wings are horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They don't have a lot other outside of those guards. Yeah. All right. Well, if you had to give your uh, October 12th before the season NBA finals prediction, who would you guys have matching up? Bucks Lakers. I knew you were going to say that. Nets Lakers. Oh, you did you? That's Lakers is going to be the most mainline media, so I had to go a little yeah. different. I I would say uh, Suns versus the Nets. If, if, the Nets. Suns are if it's so, you think it's more likely for the Nets to make it to the finals than it is the Lakers? Uh, yeah. If it's not Nets Lakers, for me, it's Nets Jazz. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm a lot. I'm gonna. This is gonna be an argument the whole year. I'm a lot lower on the Nets than you guys. They still don't have a rim protector. They. They're they would have beat okay. the fu- they would have beat the fucking Bucks we don't know that year. yeah they would have bro they they beat them they beat them in game three right here and they were beating them when Kyrie got hurt yeah he should he was on the line no this is I'm sorry this is how close yeah but okay but if if he would have been behind the line I could have said hey if he was but I also further, think what are oh. the right, so like regardless so you have I also think like I, losing losing PJ Tucker is huge. I, I do think, uh, yeah, it, they is, have Dante it is big. Back. It is big. They have Dante back. I, I actually think oh, Grayson Allen's going to be a big, big pickup for. Wait, him. would you rather have Dante or PJ Tucker? I mean, I honestly, at this age, if you're like, playing PJ the Tucker Nets, was, PJ Tucker, I think it's a little. I think, I mean, I know he was like a dog and covering Durant and everything, but like outside of he that, still like, gave, that man gave him buckets. Shit on offense. I know. Okay. Yeah, but he also uh, Durant like still destroyed him on offense. Like, yeah. it's well, it's, like, like, well, it's not like it's not like you, no one can stop Kevin Durant. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just like you have to be able to like slow slow him down. I I think the Bucks will be better this year. I I honestly think Giannis. 
Giannis could be like the best we've ever seen him. Like, I think they could, he could, he could like be fighting for the MVP. Like, yeah, I think the Bucks are going to be a lot better this year. I think, and I think the Nets with the Kyrie thing, I just don't know. Well, uh, yeah, I think they definitely got better this year. Well, here's here's another thing with like the the Nets and Kyrie thing. We look at like COVID in general, like it's getting better. I do think by maybe it takes some time for them to kind of build up the chemistry, but I find it hard to believe that next year in 2022, that like the city of New York is not going to allow. Yeah. I kind of agree with that too. It's, I don't I, like I, If you were ahead. to tell me today, like, do you think Kyrie Irving plays basketball for the Nets this year? I would say yes. Absolutely. Like, Without yeah. getting vaccinated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 and I yeah, think yeah, yeah. I, it'll be by, and that's, the, by the time of the postseason rolls around, I'm I'm rocking with that in the sense yeah. of I think they're 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 a more well rounded like team than they were last year too. And I and I know me and Riyad can fight about this for days, but like in my opinion, without those injuries, like they're fucking not coming close to beating the Nets. Yeah. But, oh, and another thing, I think. To be honest, I think uh, Katie and Harden were definitely had some involvement in that uh, in the news that the, the the Nets were like, yeah, you can't fully participate. Yeah, I mean, like I think, they, 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 I think Sean Marks got the blessing from that. Yeah. So, are you guys are you guys picking the Nets to win regardless if they have Kyrie? Yes. That would be my pick to win the championship. Yeah. Okay, my pick is the Bucks. Yeah, okay. I figured. Oh, you think the Bucks um, over the Lakers? Yeah, Bucks, then Lakers, then Nets. I think whoever comes uh, out of the East wins it. I think it'll be the Nets or the so okay, I would say yeah. Nets and them. I think yeah, I think I think that's that's not a bad take. Um all right, so just to round out um before we get to trivia, for our third topic, we're just gonna do a lightning round. Um I'm just gonna this will be between the five major awards, uh annual awards. And um if you guys just wanna give me a few picks of who you think is gonna win the award. Um, MVP, go ahead, Gladdy. I got two options. Two options. KD or Embiid. KD or Embiid. Oh. Yeah, okay. I think if they if they can get like a like if they end up being like a like a three ish seed, it's going to be because of how a monstrous season. And if he stays healthy, I mean, I don't anticipate him. He's added so much to his game last year that I think it's going to continue this season. So the thing that would discourage me from taking them is my, me not having confidence in them being a top three seed. Got it. What about you, uh, Joe? Um, I also wanted to say KD, but I do think like, if you remember last year, Harden at one point was going to win the MVP. So yeah, like it's I think it's, so it's like ten other people in the NBA at one. Point. No no yeah but like <laughs> especially on that team when like you've got two guys that are like legit MVP candidates I think that's gonna split the votes. That's my only hesitation with going with KD because um, I do think he's the best player in the world right now. But I do have Luca as one of them, and um, like I said, I'm I think the Jazz take the number one seed. Donovan yeah. Mitchell's the best player on the Jazz. Oh um, shit! A little curveball. I'm gonna put Donovan Mitchell MVP. Okay, okay. okay. But yeah. it's it's mostly because I think he there's potential for him to be on the best team in the West. <laughs> that happened last year, and he didn't even make All NBA. Yeah, and also uh, again for my take, 
my take earlier, like no one's gonna respect the Jazz yeah. in the regular Especially season. Especially the NBA care. writers and everything. Go, uh, last with? year they were like I think they were like two and one offense defense, and everybody was still like I'm assuming you got Luca. I have Luca and Giannis. Uh, I did pick Luca last year, and I, I kind of regretted that immediately because I think it was a little too early. Yeah. Um, but he's gonna come into shape this year. I think the preseason he's looked good. I think the momentum from the uh, Slovenian team. So I think I think they'll be a top four or five seed. So I think I think he'll win it. All right. So uh, all right. Who do you got for Joe? Who you got for rookie of the year? Rookie of the year. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Evan Mobley. Ooh, interesting. Um, I, uh, my my I wanted to go with Jalen Green, but I think I think Kevin Porter Jr. is gonna be the guy on that team. And good point. And Jalen's going to be, like, the number two. Um, Kate, Kevin Porter Jr. was really high in the uh, most, most improved, improved player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at him for most improved. But um, that's, like, my only concern with not going with Jalen. Um, and this is – I don't think he'll win uh, – let me get his name right. Give me a second. I don't think he'll win most improved. Shango? What's up? Uh, Shango, Shangoon. No, he's saying most improved. Never mind. No, 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 no. This is for rookie of the year, Josh Giddy. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, see, like I said, I don't I, like I said, I don't think he will, but um, I think he'll have a very good rookie year. Um, but like I said, I think him. How and, do him and Shay? That's 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 Shea that's, that's why I don't want to pick him over. Uh, I think Giddy's like, a little is like just kind of like a do-it-all guard from right, 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 right. Um, I mean, like he's a good, really good passer, good can spot up shoot, just kind of like almost mm-hmm. like a not in comparing his game, but just like a hybrid guard in a similar sense to like Halliburton. Yeah, I was just about to say Halliburton. Um, but that's that's like my only. He's like he plays the same position as uh, as Shy, um, yeah. but. To answer your question, rookie of the year, Evan. Mobley. Gotcha. What about you, Gladdy? I got Cade. I think that uh he's gonna they're just gonna give him the keys and like let him make mistakes and their roster. It's not like I mean, it's not like they're really like in any sense of like a rush. I mean, he's obviously the franchise player that they're building around. Um, and I've seen it so many times where it's just like a lot of rookie of the year stuff does depend on usage and it's kind of going to be like LaMelo last year where they just give him the keys from day one. So I think he'll mm-hmm. put up the best numbers to win it. Gotcha. Yeah. I got a, uh, I got, so I almost picked Mobley, but for some reason I thought that it's tough for big men to win it nowadays because they just, it, they don't usually have the ball in their hands. And I think they um, want to start him at the four, right? Yeah, that's what I heard. The four, okay, because he's, he's athletic. Um, but yeah, I have I have Cade and Suggs. Um, I think I think they'll be they'll have the ball in their hands and they'll get a lot of PT. So, sixth man, Gladdy, who you got? Sixth man, I got uh that brother from New York, Derek Rose. Um, I think Ooh. Kemba's gonna definitely start the majority of the games this year. Um, so I think they'll get pretty consistent on him coming off the bench. Uh, I think he put up monster numbers last year. I think he loves playing for Tibbs, so he'll be in the right situation, the right uh, the right, um, just overall structure of their offense and how Tibbs wants to 
let him play and just give him the keys. So I got him. I got you. What about you, Joe? I've got uh you stick with his jazz theme. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Enough jazz. Um, but I've got Patty Mills for Brooklyn. Um you might start now though, right? Damn. Uh I should I guess. I guess you're right. Well, yeah, that's, that's I almost picked him, but that's why I didn't. Um, so if I did have Patty Mills, I was going to go with uh, Kevin Herter, Gladys' twin brother. <laughs> I always knew you loved me, Joe. Because um, I think Cam's probably going to start this year. Um, Cam or what's his name? Uh, Bojan. Bojan. Bo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I I like Kevin Herter. They'll start Bogdan and Hunter, and I think Reddish will come. Yeah, on the um, and and Hoarder. Oh wait, I guess is because the, they have DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. playing the three. Um, and I but think I know, he might be injured right now. Is wait, what about Halliburton? Is he coming off the bench? Well, that's why I just said I think Buddy Heald's going to start. Heard okay. come off the bench, so I think Kyle Burton's the plan is to start him. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit the uh, herder. Stick with yeah, stick with herder slash right. Patty Mills if he's doesn't. Yeah, my my pick was Herder and Clarkson. Um, I I think Herder Herder's a good uh, playmaker yeah. off the bench. He's um, a good sneaky and, uh, dark horse. As, yeah, as, and they'll also yeah, just be a you solid. Saw, you saw that uh, you saw that game in the playoffs. Tore y'all asses up. Did I see it, man? I lose sleep over that shit. <laughs> um. All right, so um, I think I think six man. There's a lot of choices, and it all yeah. depends on like the lineups and the rotations. Sure. But um, all right, Gladdy, who do you got for defensive player of the year? It could be boring and put Rudy Gobert because he'll probably win it again. But I didn't want to. I think the Lakers' defense looked great in preseason, so I got AD. What about you, Joe? I'm going with Bam. Like I said, I think Damn, you, you love Bam. Well, I think uh, actually I like Bam a lot. Um, one, I think the Miami's going to be good. They'll have like a good defensive team. Yeah. Spolster's like a great defensive coach, and I can see Bam like being the anchor of that of that defense, just because he's like the young the young one there. Yeah, Jimmy's going to yeah. play D, but he's not going to be like Jim, Jimmy of the old. But so I've got I've got Bam as my uh, defensive player of the year. Gotcha. I I also had AD, AD and Giannis. All right, who do you, Joe? Who you got for most improved? I feel like we're all three of us gonna have the same one. Uh, I've got Jaron Jackson. Ooh, okay. I I was almost I was gonna say Anthony Edwards, but Ooh, I didn't have either of those. Did you, Ria? Nope. <laughs> I had uh, Michael, Michael Porter, Porter Jr. Porter, and I had I also had Zion. Okay. Uh, I crossed out Porter Jr., uh, but, like... I mean, it's just, like, the situation, too. Like, I think the more of it is going to be just, like, his dependency to be a clear number two for the majority of the season. Yeah. If not the whole season. uh, He got the bag, so he's going to be... He's going to be trying to live up to the contract hype. I mean, he obviously has no conscience. Like, you saw that even in the... Yeah. Play that well uh, in their elimination series. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so... Last thing we got, we got some trivia just to have a little bit of fun. We got bad NBA quotes. So I've given Joe and 
Mr. Kevin, six names of mostly former players, one current player um, that have had funny quotes in the past. Um, I tried to pick non-obvious ones. So obviously, like if I was if I was going to say, do you think we're going to get in trouble for this? Everybody knows what that one one is. But uh, so I'm just going to go one by one with the quotes and then you guys can guess who said it out of the six players. The six players are Dennis Scott. KG, Artest, Jordan Clarkson, Matt Barnes, and uh, Antoine Walker. All right, so the first quote is the player was asked why he shoots so many three-pointers, and his response was because there are no fours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That sounds like a Jordan Clarkson to me. That sounds like a Matt Barnes to me. It's going to be one of those two. Yeah. Nah, it's Antoine Walker. Oh, oh, fuck. All right, second quote. <laughs> Violence is never the answer, but sometimes it is. Ron Artest. Uh, I think KG. Nope, Matt Barnes. Damn, we suck. Oh, <laughs> I think now that I think about it, I think I've heard Matt Barnes say that, actually. <laughs> it sounds like a Matt Barnes, yeah. I would say. Um... <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the two obvious ones, and you just said they're not, like, yeah um all right y'all know how we have dogs and stuff right so i think it was bigger people in the world before us and the dinosaurs was they pets kg <laughs> that sounds like a kg <laughs> comment uh jordan clarkson Damn, Damn we suck <laughs> you have to cut right. this part. i think i think this one might be easy um all right they better not put me in the all-star game. I won't shoot, but I'll dominate that easy game. I'll be playing hard defense. I'll be fouling. I'll be Art flagrant test. fouling. Everyone will be like, what are you doing? Ron Artest. Ron. Yeah, it's our test. He, he, he had a bunch that when I was looking up. He had a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If I was a Caesar salad, the croutons would be my friends, the lettuce would be my family, and the dressing would be my mom. KG. I'm going to go to dance. All right. It was KG. My bad, Joe. Uh, And then the last one, I guess, is easy. Yeah, Dennis Scott. Don't ask for my autograph. Ask me about the rage inside of me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, three Uh, for six. I'll take uh, that. uh, Yeah, because the last three were fucking easy. Yeah. All right, Joe, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, so that wraps up this episode. Um, Thanks to our listeners, and we hope you can join us the entire season. Look out for us on Twitter, Instagram, and we'll probably start uh, putting some clips on, on YouTube. Please rate and subscribe, and we will see you next time. Peace.